Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 2nd of August, let's begin with updates from the city. The Congress leadership aims to strategize for the 2024 Lok Sabha polls in Karnataka through a meeting with senior party leaders in Delhi. Karnataka Deputy CM DK Shivkumar mentioned that the meeting's focus is to finalize the plan of action for the election, candidate selection and responsibilities. In other headlines, the Ahmadmi Party protested the BBMP's neglect of Church Street, once praised as a model road post-redevelopment. They highlighted the nuisance caused by heavy sewage flow over six months, affecting pedestrians and traders. AAP senior functionary Mohan Dasari shared videos of sewage on footpaths. Traders called on BBMP to urgently fix the overflowing manholes. In some more news, farmers affected by the peripheral ring road project oppose the BDA's compensation offer based on outdated laws. At a meeting chaired by Deputy CM DK Shivkumar, they demanded fair compensation following the 2014 Land Acquisition Act. Farmers suggested providing alternative land and emphasized the need for just compensation. Up next, BMTC added five more bus services to connect Whitefield Metro stations and southeastern Bengaluru, deploying 14 non-air-conditioned buses for first and last mile metro connectivity. The routes include ITPL Metro Station via Hope Farm, Chanasandra, Whitefield Post Office, Padugodi Metro Station, Kanamangla via Beltur, Sigehalli and Kanamangla Gate and others. Buses will operate from 5.40am to 10.30pm. Now on to other news. Insights IAS in Bengaluru has introduced the Community Scholarship to empower Manipur students for UPSC CSC preparation. Successful applicants will receive a 100% scholarship for the Integrated Foundation Program OGP. Founder Vinay Kumar stated that they aim to support students affected by ongoing violence, offering 100 free seats to Manipur residents for online or offline coaching. To qualify, applicants must be permanent residents of Manipur with a graduate degree. Moving on, India Startup Foundation will host the India Startup Festival 2023 in Bengaluru from August 10th to 12th. Themed innovation at the bottom of the pyramid, policymakers will address challenges and propose solutions. The event aims to collaborate and provide growth opportunities for over 10,000 startups from India, the UK and Japan, among others. Top startups will pitch on the grand stage for funding and mentorship after being selected from Investor Connect workshops. Meanwhile, the Agricultural Science Museum Bengaluru aims to reconnect the public to agricultural practices amidst the urban lifestyle. The museum, initiated in 2013, will finally welcome visitors on August 3rd. With 963 square meters of exhibits and live examples, the museum offers insights into the evolution of agriculture. Spread on the University of Agricultural Sciences campus, it covers themes like soil science, diseases and subsidiary occupations. On a different note, India will host its first World Coffee Conference, organized by the International Coffee Organization in Bengaluru from September 25th to September 28th. The event, themed Sustainability Through Circular Economy and Regenerative Agriculture, aims to promote Indian coffees globally and benefit local farmers. Tennis player Rohan Bopanna will be the event's brand ambassador. Participants from over 80 countries, including producers and researchers, are expected to attend the conference. National News Moving on to the national news. 
the no confidence motion against the Narendra Modi government will be debated in the Lok Sabha from August 8th to 10th. Congress lawmaker Gaurav Gogoi's motion was admitted by Lok Sabha speaker Om Birla recently, setting the stage for a parliamentary battle between the ruling NDA and the newly formed INDIA. The opposition also aims to address the ongoing Manipur violence during the debate. Meanwhile, an inter-ministerial central team led by NDMA adviser Kunal Satyarthi arrived in Hyderabad to assess the damage caused by heavy rains in Telangana. The team included officials from various departments like Agriculture, Jal Shakti, Finance, Power, Road Transport and NRSA. They will conduct on-the-spot assessments of the damage and rescue and relief efforts by the state government. Another central team will make a detailed survey and provide recommendations. In more news, the Tamil Nadu government signed a deal with Foxconn to establish a mobile component manufacturing facility near Chennai in the Kanchipuram district. The project, valued at 16,000 crore rupees, is expected to generate 6,000 jobs. Tamil Nadu CM MK Stalin discussed various investment opportunities including EV and electronic components during the meeting with Foxconn Group Chairman Young Liu. Shifting our focus, ISRO announced that Chandrayaan-3 has successfully left Earth's orbit after completing its manoeuvres and is en route to the Moon. The spacecraft's lunar orbit insertion is scheduled for August 5th, and ISRO's goal is to achieve a soft landing on the lunar surface on August 23rd. International news. Turning our attention to international news, the US imposed sanctions on 20 individuals and 29 companies in the Maldives, linked to providing financial support to ISIS and Al-Qaeda. The aim is to deter and disrupt terrorist activities within the country, targeting key recruiter Mohammed Amin, designated by the US in 2019. State Department spokesperson Matthew Miller reaffirmed the commitment to counter these threats and deprive support networks of funding and resources. In ongoing news, Myanmar's junta officially postponed the promised election, extending the state of emergency by six months. The military cited ongoing violence as a reason for the delay. Despite pledging to hold elections this month, Myanmar has been in turmoil with the resistance movement fighting against the military and Western sanctions imposed. The military seized power after alleging fraud in the 2020 elections. In a recent development in response to the Me Too movement and recent sexual harassment accusations in Taiwan, three laws governing sexual harassment were amended. The changes include higher penalties and longer reporting periods for victims. The workplace law now imposes fines on employers for not addressing complaints, while the education law makes relationships between educators and students under 18 illegal. Legislators also extended the penalty for sexual harassment to three years in jail. In some other news, Australia's Great Barrier Reef is not considered in danger, according to a UNESCO Heritage Committee, but it remains under serious threat from pollution and ocean warming. UNESCO had previously suggested listing it as endangered due to coral bleaching. The report acknowledged Australia's efforts, but more steps are needed to ensure its preservation. The reef, contributing $6 billion to the economy and supporting 64,000 jobs, remains a priority for conservation efforts. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. The ED conducted raids at the residence of Hero Motor Corp chairman Pavan Munjal as part of a money laundering probe. The searches took place in Delhi and Gurugram under the Prevention of Money Laundering Act. 
The investigation was triggered by a Directorate of Revenue Intelligence complaint against an individual allegedly connected to Munjal, who was probed for carrying undeclared foreign currency. In more business news, Ranjan Pai, chairman of Manipal Education and Medical Group, is in discussions to invest rupees 500 crores to 700 crores in Baiju's owned Akash Educational Services. Baiju's founder, Baiju Ravindran, plans to partially sell his stake to Pai and use the funds to repay around 800 crore rupees to Davidson Kempner after loan default, as per several reports. Next up, in some tech news, Meta Platforms is set to introduce AI-powered chatbots with distinct personalities as early as September, aiming to enhance engagement on its social media platforms. The company is designing prototypes for chatbots capable of human-like conversations, with one speaking like Abraham Lincoln and another giving travel advice like a surfer. The chatbots will serve as a new search function and offer recommendations. Moving on, Florentry Advisors, led by Matthew Syriac and the largest single investor in Idea Forge, has invested Rs 20 crores in BotLab, a drone startup. Florentry's previous investment in Idea Forge generated a remarkable 570% return. With an 11% stake in Idea Forge, Florentry purchased a 15% stake in BotLab, valuing the startup at around 120 crore rupees. Syriac mentioned evaluating numerous drone makers before choosing to invest in BotLab. In market news for August 2nd, the Sensex declined by 48.75 points or 0.07% to reach 66,478.92, while the Nifty fell by 17.90 points or 0.09% to reach 19,735.90. Among the traded shares, 1,848 advanced, 1,326 declined and 129 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee weakened against the strong US dollar and faced pressure from rising crude oil prices. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Actors Aditya Roy Kapoor and Sarah Ali Khan stole the spotlight as showstoppers for designer Shantanu and Nikhil at India Couture Week in Delhi. Disha Patani also graced the ramp for designer Dolly J at the same event. Sarah wore a peach and silver lenga, while Aditya donned a beige sherwani. They showcased the designer's creations with elegance and posed gracefully for the shutterbugs. In news from Hollywood, over 98% of SAG-AFTRA members authorized a potential strike, with actor Stephen Amell voicing his disagreement during a Q&A with fans at GalaxyCon. He expressed support for the union but criticized striking as a negotiating tactic. Amel, known for his role in CW's Arrow, finds the ongoing actor's strike frustrating and myopic especially regarding the impact on shows like his latest series, Heels. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, producer SR Prabhu, known for films like Kaiti and Joker, revealed on Twitter that the film industry's era of one superstar is over, emphasizing the need for support and collaboration with new artists within the industry. He praised the Telugu industry as an example of understanding diverse market shares and urged stars and fans in all industries to follow suit. In sports news, Brendan McCullum, England Test Head Coach, likened the Ashes 2023 to a thrilling heavyweight boxing fight, expressing his delight in being part of the series. He praised the incredible cricket display by both teams with contrasting styles and described the experience as truly special. The five-test series concluded in a 2-2 draw, with England clinching victory in the final test by 49 runs. In more sports updates, during the City Open in Washington, 
23 year old Chinese tennis player Yibing Wu suffered a collapse on the court during his first round match. After leading 4-1, he collapsed on his chair while walking towards it after the fifth game in the first set. Subsequently, he had to retire from the match, granting a walkover victory to his opponent Yusuke Watanuki. Wrapping up sports news, the Pakistani hockey team arrived in India through the Atari Wagah border to participate in the Asian Champions Trophy in Chennai starting August 3rd. The highly awaited India versus Pakistan match is set for August 9th. Both teams are in Chennai now with India training at the Maya Radha Krishnan Hockey Stadium ahead of their opening match against China. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Get ready to refresh your taste buds with the extraordinary world of mead. Head to Araku Coffee in Ranaga for a mead and honey tasting session. Indulge in a fascinating discussion with Nitin Vishwas, co-founder of Moonshine, India's pioneering meadery. Happening on the 5th of August at 5 p.m., don't miss out on this delightful experience. Catch Ace Comic Rohan Gujral as he headlines his latest show in the city, performing live at the Iron Hill Martha Halli on the 6th of August at 5 p.m. Attention fellow art enthusiasts, experience the mesmerizing world of Vincent van Gogh's masterpieces like never before. Join an exclusive 360 art experience starting on 8th August at Bharatiya Mall, Tanisandra Main Road and immerse yourself in the brilliance of the starry night and more. Catch a magical fusion concert, Melodies of the Rain, where traditional meets contemporary in a harmonious blend of veena, guitar, tabla and Sufi vocals. Happening at the Indian Music Experience Museum, JP Nagar on the 5th of August at 6:30 p.m. Immerse yourself in the beauty of Indian classical music with a modern twist. You can also watch genius comedian Manas Ranjan Patnaik in his latest stand-up special. MRP the unsingled tour performing live at Art Coach JP Nagar on the 5th of August at 6:30 p.m. Bengaluru weather. In a general weather update for the country, the IMD issued warnings for Odisha and West Bengal as a well-marked low pressure system intensified into a deep depression. Rough sea conditions were predicted, cautioning people against venturing out. And finally the weather in Bengaluru On the 2nd of August Bengaluru will experience mostly cloudy weather with a high temperature of 29 degrees Celsius and a low of 20 degrees Celsius. The maximum heat index accounting for humidity will reach 32 degrees Celsius in shaded and light wind conditions. This high temperature aligns with the average maximum of 27.5 degrees Celsius for August. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute podcast for today. I'm Anupama If you enjoyed this episode please do follow the Bengaluru Commute podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well it helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it even better if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast share it with them make your commute truly extraordinary the Bengaluru Commute podcast skill is now available on Alexa All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute podcast. The Bengaluru Commute podcast, powered by Spooler.